Good morning. Nick, these are uh, pretty good songs to follow up on here. I'd like to start by introducing myself. My name is Jimmy Forbes. As you can say, see, I am not a very good at speaking in front of crowds. That is why I made up a cheat sheet that I'm just going to read off of. This will keep me on track and focus so I don't babble on and confuse everybody or myself. I would like to start by th- uh, to thank uh, Steve Miller for asking me to do this. At first, I was definitely hesitant and had my own doubt about getting up here. But as most of you know, Steve is pretty persistent, and when he gets a hold of you, well, it's not e- easy to get lease from him. I remember my first time here. It was on a Sunday. We had gone through the welcome and prayer, the singing, and I thought to myself, you know, this is okay. Then Steve got up here and started preaching, as I would call it at that time. It was in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 22 through 25, and they read, Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, and as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. But then it reads, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. At that time, it occurred to me, Steve wasn't up here just preaching. He was teaching. It took a couple months of listening and learning, but this past July 3rd, Steve finally got me. Hook, line, and sinker. Following that evening service, I needed to be baptized in Christ. I want to praise and thank the Lord for giving Steve Miller the strength to submerse me in the pool and lift me back up after all his medical past, and it was a blessing to me that I was one of his first regular baptisms since his full recovery. Thanks to Steve Miller, Jamie Riley, and the elders and the deacons for doing what they do here at Sunshine. I want to thank the Lord for letting me be the son of the two parents that I have. I have learned many things from my mom and dad. They gave me, me and my sister a pretty good upbringing. I look back at the times then And I had it a lot better than most kids my age. Through my mom and dad, I learned to stay away from the bad stuff. Looking at the world today scares me because I know now, now know what is out there. And I have to raise my own kids in this. But it's a lot better in an atmosphere like this. So that's probably what they were thinking in the 80s while they were raising me. Mom and dad have done a great job in raising me and Crystal keeping us away from all the bad things. I'm blessed to have my mom, Kathy, and sister, Crystal, here today. I'm extremely proud of my sister. Watching her to grow into a good Christian woman inspires me tremendously into being a bit better Christian uh, myself. Uh, I want to thank and praise the Lord for one of the best gifts in my life, and that is my wife, Jamie. Without her, it is hard telling what I would be doing right now. We have been together for over eight years now and have been blessed with two awesome little girls, Jillian and Jalen. Just a couple months ago, Jamie and I found out that we are about to be blessed with another child. Jamie's due in April. We go this Tuesday for an ultrasound and find out the verdict. Is it a boy or a girl? Well, I do anyway. (laughs) Jamie doesn't want to find out right now. The only thing is that I can say is she better go in blindfolded and earmuffed because here's here's the kicker because we're taking Jillian and Jalen with us and if you and if you know these two little girls nothing's a secret from them too 
but it's going to be a great experience for us as a family. Jamie and I recently went Black Friday shopping, and one of the things on our list was a ping pong table. Just a fun family type game that we could set up in our basement that we could teach the girls some coordination and things like that. When it comes to ping pong, ping pong, I'm pretty good. Well, I learned something new about my wife, Jamie, after eight years. She's some sort of a ping pong pro. <laughs> I've never played her at a game of ping pong before in the past eight years we've been together, and she has beaten me at least seven out of the eight games that we've actually played. And not just by a little bit. She's beaten me like by ten points. But when I did beat her, it was barely. So thank you, Lord, for blessing her with a natural ability to be athletic and coordinated. That is why I fell in love with her in the first place. Jamie is an amazing wife. She's an even more amazing mom. I want to thank and praise the Lord for the job that I have. I am a pipe fitter for KBR, which is Kellogg Brown and Root Construction Company. They have a maintenance contract up at the DuPont up in Circleville. I have been a pipe fitter for over six years now, and it's been a blessing uh, since the day I got into that trade. It makes me feel great that I can go to work and provide for my family. I thank the Lord for the overtime that I get. That's how I am able to afford the ping pong table that I found out that Jamie was a master on. <laughs> I have not always worked close to home. I have worked in Coshocton, Ohio, and near Louisville, Kentucky. Working in Circleville is the closest I have been uh, to home while being a pipe fitter, and it's great to be able to lay my head down in my own bed every night. The best part is Jamie gets to stay home and be with the girls. Every time I come home, they have learned something new that Jamie has taught them. That alone to me is priceless. Of course, I give her a hard time saying she gets to stay at home all the time, but we know who has the hardest job by far. Jamie does, and she makes it look so effortless. She is natural when it comes to kids. Even if they are not our kids, she has a certain way with them to where the kids understand her. I pray the Lord continues to bless me as I grow and bless my family as they grow and to guide us when the times get tough. In the past couple of years, uh, we have lost some dear ones in our lives. Here recently was me and Crystal's grandfather, Harold Miller, which is our mom's dad, cancer. Praise the Lord for getting us through the difficult time. A little over three years ago, while Jamie was pregnant, pregnant with uh, Jalen, we got a phone call saying that Jamie's sister, Cindy, had been in a car accident and didn't survive. Cindy lived in Niagara, Wisconsin, which is near the upper peninsula of Michigan. We drove 12 hours up there and went through all the funeral arrangements with Jamie's nieces and nephew, which was Cindy's kids and had visitation services up there. After services up, up there in the, in the UP, uh, where Cindy lived, we, were, we had her transported back here to Ohio so we could have services down here because there was, uh, this is where her family was and where she had grown up. I feel that God had a hand on Mom's shoulder and Jamie's shoulder on those days to get them through those. I believe God gave them strength to endure the emotional pain that they were going through. I'm so very pr proud of both of them for being strong in times like this. I know they are missed very much, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about Grandpa or Cindy. But I know they are in a better place of peace now. And one day we will see each other again 
Thanks to Steve, I know of the tree of life. Thank you all, and God bless. That's difficult to follow, and and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, I, I too have a list, but after after hearing these, I'm not going to go over the list. Um, I'm thankful for my wife. You started this, by the way. Um, again, putting up for somebody like me, she she is a saint. Um, and her granddaughter. Who, uh, who teaches us things. Just recently, my wife and her were talking, and uh, Kelsey said something along the lines of, kids do bad things sometimes, don't they? Um, it's not just kids, Kelsey. It's all of us do bad things sometimes. And my wife said, yeah, yeah, but... But God forgives us. If we, if we go to him and we say, you know, and we're honest about it and we repent, he forgives us. And, and he not only forgives us, but he forgets about it. And that's amazing. And she goes, yeah, but, you know, I still feel guilty about some of the things I've done. And, and my wife says, because that's Satan. Because Satan takes those things that we do that God forgives us, and he keeps picking at us. And the amazing thing is, this little nine-year-old girl says, so... God is like this big giant rock. And Satan is this little pebble in the ground that you just got to overcome. I'm thinking, my wife tells me this and it's like, wow. Talk about breaking it down into something simple that I can understand. Um, So thank you, Kelsey. Now I'm going to tell you a story too. And I I know that that, uh, we all want to get out of here and I'll try and make this short. Uh, But about four years ago, we were living in Muncie, Indiana. And uh, and I was working at a place that I wasn't real happy at and, and that I knew was going to close its doors. So Becky and I started looking for, or well, I started looking for a job in, in that area. Uh, just after Christmas, went into work, and they fired me. Um, and I don't know if you've ever been fired, but it's a really uncomfortable position to be in. Um, you start thinking about how are we going to live and how are we going to eat and, and all this. So I go home and... And at this point, we decide, well, you know, if I'm going to be looking for a job, we should try and get closer to Kelsey. So we put our, put our house up for sale. Um, and we started looking in Cincinnati or Dayton or somewhere in Kentucky so we could kind of split the difference. We get a call from a recruiter, a second call from this recruiter, and he says, well, at the end of the call, and he says, well, because I wasn't going to tell you about this place, but... There's this place in Wellston that, that you might be interested in. It's like, Wellston? So I actually literally got out the map and tried to find Wellston. Um, in the middle of nowhere, right? I get an interview, and, and as, I'm, as I'm driving over for this interview, I, I, I tend to do a lot of praying in the car, and, I, and probably a lot of us do. And, and I was told one time it's okay as long as you don't close your eyes and put your head down. Um, so I'm praying, and, and, uh, and I know there's nobody like this in here, but I'm, I'm praying, and I'm saying, God, just make it really obvious because I missed most of the doors you opened for me. Um, if you have to, just slap me in the back of the head so I know this is where you want us. 
so before before that, I talked to the recruiter, and he says, "Well, they never offer jobs there. They'll, they'll, they'll call they'll call me, and I'll let you know in two or three days where they offer you a job." And and this is how much money. I know it's not a lot, but this is how much they'll offer you. And so I get there, and I go through the interview process, and I go up to HR, and and they say, "We never do this, but we want to offer you a job." Okay, and and they make the offer, and it's more than what the recruiter said. It's, it was considerably more. So. I just prayed about this, and being the bright guy I am, I say, I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> I, again, i got a lot to learn. Um, so I'm driving home, and, and uh, I actually have an interview the next day in, in Kentucky, and I, and I get home, and Becky and I talk a little bit about it, and it's like, it's obvious this is where, this is where God wants us. So I don't go to the interview, and, and I get the job, and here we are, and And I get to spend time with Kelsey. I get to spend time with my brothers and sisters in Christ. God took this moment in time four years ago that was not a comfortable time. It was a bad time. He took this time where we'd lost our job. We didn't know how we were going to live. We didn't know where we were going to live. And he makes great things come from it. Because that's what God does. I'm thankful that God has touched my life with my family, my friends, my brothers and sisters. I'm thankful that, that he has put people in my life to teach me about Jesus. My mom, my grandma, who every night had their Bibles open reading. And they didn't do this because of me. They did this because of their faith. And God used those, that example to bring me to Christ. And God uses us to bring others. The apostles could have not taught us about, could have not taught the people that they taught about Jesus. They could have just went on their lives. The people they taught could have not taught the next generation. And if that would have happened, we wouldn't be here. Now, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a downer or anything, but we do have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to teach our children and our grandchildren and, and our friends about Jesus. We don't have the responsibility to make them be saved. God gets to do that. And it's a good thing because we couldn't. Um, and I'm thankful for that because I would mess it up. Um, Steve, thank you for allowing me to come up here and, and, and be able to, to express my feelings a little bit. Um, and I'll get you back for making me get up here as well. Uh, <laughs> I actually enjoy doing this. I do have one more story. Last week I got a call. Becky and I had just talked, and we weren't going to come to church. Kelsey was sick, Becky was sick, and I was looking for excuses to not come. About five minutes later, Jacob calls me. He says, hey, I uh, need some help up front um, serving. It's like, oh, man, I don't, you know, Jacob, we really we're kind of considering not even going to church. He goes, well, he goes, I've been getting that a lot today. And it's like, okay, this isn't Jacob. This is God saying, no, you got to go to church. So I got to, which again was amazing, and I'm glad that I get those opportunities. Um, and again, today I'm sitting up front, and uh, hey, can you help us out in serving? Thank you for giving me those opportunities.
every time that I get to do things to serve God brings me closer to Him. And I'm just so thankful that we found you guys and that God led us here. I'm thankful that a little over 10 years ago, another preacher like Steve influenced me enough to walk up front and be baptized. I pray and I hope that those who have not found that salvation that are in this room will do so. There's no words that can explain what it's like. We can talk about it. We can share examples. But until you do it, you don't have that feeling. You just don't know what it's like. And the only thing that I can think of that's going to be better is being up there in heaven and seeing God's face. So again, thank you. And thank you, Lord, for touching my life in these 40-plus years and watching over me and keeping me safe. Thank you.